0: Hey everyone, my name is Pastor Michael Ash, and you are listening to Sermons to Share, a weekly podcast that explores the Word of God through Scripture and Gospel readings. We dive deeper into messages that are thousands of years old and translate them for today's ears. The Bible can offer us a vast, endless supply of knowledge, direction, peace, and comfort, and is easily relatable to what's going on in our everyday lives and in our world today. This week, we are going to be spending some time talking about the age-old behavior of churches claiming Christianity exclusively for themselves. Are you the type of church that welcomes strangers in with open arms or with cold shoulders instead? We'll also spend some time talking about how everyday common table salt can remind us just how precious and valuable each one of us is to God. And one little thing that we can easily do if we're ever feeling less than that. So let's kick things off with a gospel reading from the book of Mark, chapter 9, verses 38 through 50. John said to him, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name and we tried to stop him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one who does a deed of power in my name, will be able to soon afterwards speak evil of me. Whoever is not against us is for us. For truly, I tell you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Christ will by no means lose the reward. If any of you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones who believe in me, it would be better for you if a great millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands and go to hell to the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, tear it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell, where their worms never die and their fire is never quenched for everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its saltiness, how can you season it? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. The Word of God, as told by Mark. And may God bless your hearing and understanding of these holy words. Amen. You may or may not have heard me mention a few times in the past, about the churches who turn away other Christians, or make them feel any less than welcomed with warm inviting arms, sometimes made to feel not Christian at all. I'm sure many of you unfortunately know firsthand what I'm talking about. Maybe you've been to another church, thinking it might be fun and exciting to worship in a new building, with new people, and just gotten that cold, who are you? And what do you think you're doing here? Look from key members of the congregation's unwelcoming committee. It's a practice that happens in many churches all across the globe, not just here in Rhode Island. Today's Gospel reading of Mark is an unfortunate testament of just how long that sort of behavior has been going on. The behavior we're going to be talking about today is that of claiming Christianity. Claiming it as though it's some sort of physical possession held up by a selfish child and shared only with a select few people, if at all. It's like saying you may all look at this shiny, magnificent thing with all of its miracles and blessings, but you can't touch it. Sometimes Christians might even do that without realizing it. Maybe we might be doing it ourselves. The reason is our faith is something that's golden, magnificent and shiny, something of great value to us. And like anything valuable in our lives, whether we realize it or not, we just want to hold on to it, covet it, and keep it as close to us as possible, even carry it around with us for extra safekeeping. We want to protect it, and we don't want anyone to try to take it away from us, so we guard it from others. Jesus tells James and us in today's gospel reading that we should be aware if we are doing this. Also, that we shouldn't allow others to do it to us if they are. All we have to do is simply remind them of this passage, don't we? Mark chapter 9, verses 38 through 50, and remind them that we are all the salt, and that we should be uniting in peace with one another, especially during everything that we've gotten through together over the past three years. Salt, or N-A-C-L, is something that's mentioned a lot in the Bible, isn't it? Ever wonder why? To most people nowadays, it's just something most of us keep on our tables or in our spice rack for cooking. It's something health experts suggest that we avoid in high amounts if we want to live longer lives. So why idolize something so common and probably bad for us? More importantly, why refer to Jesus or ourselves as salt? You see, In ancient times, salt was actually a very precious and very valuable commodity. For starters, they didn't have refrigeration. So if they wanted their food to last longer than a day or so, they had to salt it to keep it from rotting. Imagine how integral and valuable our refrigeration is to us and keeping the world fed. They used it to purify and stop the growth of bacteria and mold. They also used it to secure covenants and bonds with each other. According to ancient customs, a bond of friendship was also established through the eating of salt. And it was said that once you had eaten a man's salt, you were his friend for life. Well, God wanted every sacrifice of salt to be a reminder of this desired relationship and friendship with us also, something we value highly in our lives, even to survive. Now with that being said, at the end of our scripture reading, Jesus says something that we can now find an even deeper, even more special meaning in. Now knowing the full value of our everyday common NACL, we can fully appreciate that Jesus is reminding us to take the highest value in every person worshiping and healing in his name. Whether they be members of our church, whether we are members of theirs, doesn't matter to Him and should never matter to us, because we are all so precious and valuable according to his word, according to Mark chapter 9 verses 38 through 50. Now I've got a fun little exercise that you can all do, each and every one of you. Next time you're out to eat, or out at a restaurant, grab a couple of extra salt packets. And I invite you to carry around one or two of these salt packets in your pocket or purse as a gentle reminder, if you're ever feeling less than awesome, less than valuable, less than precious, I would also encourage you to pass this on to someone else if you happen to notice that they're feeling or being made to feel any less than beautiful and valuable. Remind them of how valuable it once was and how valuable it and they and you can be even today. Brothers and sisters, let us join together and say this prayer in God's healing name. Valuable and precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for always reminding us how special and precious we are to you. Help us, we pray, to always remember that whoever prays in your name also prays in the name of the one who saves us. Help us to spread that great feeling to others who might also be in need whether from our church, whether Christians, or beyond. Amen and Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in. As you make your way through your week and beyond, every time you look at salt, remind yourself and others that you are salt as well. Precious, beautiful, and valuable in his sight. May God bless you with a great week as you go forth, healing and being healed in his holy name. Amen.